This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Welcome, everyone, to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini. I'm so excited to be with here with you today. And uh, we are going to be talking about encouragement through scripture. Scripture is such a great encourager for me in my life, and I hope that it is in yours as well. Let me tell you a little story before we get started. So about, oh, six or seven years ago, my husband and I went on an awesome trip to Italy to celebrate 30 years of marriage. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. We were able to go to different places, spend time with my family, just hit all the right notes. We came home, we had a little bit of a trial that went on. My husband became very sick and he was hospitalized, had many, many different procedures and came home and still had to have medical things going on for probably close to six to eight weeks. It was definitely a time of difficulty in our life. And in many ways, we had to separate from people because he had a risk of getting any sort of infection. And then he was in a situation where if anyone were to hit his foot, that would have been problematic because he had this funky extender thing metal piece that was basically holding his toe together. So during that time, we were together, which was good, but we were also a bit isolated from our usual community. And I really turned to scripture at that time to draw strength, to do what I needed to do to help him, and to really to stay sane and to stay focused on what God wanted me to do during that time. And so I think it's a good thing to turn to scripture rather than other things that we may use as crutches when we are struggling. And so today I'm going to take you on a tour of such, uh, encouraging scripture through the Old and New Testament. So I'm going to start with the book of Joshua. And as always, all of this is going to be in the show notes. And then uh, if you listen to the whole podcast, you're going to hear some exciting other things that you're going to be able to get after the show. So the first verse I'm going to read is from the book of Joshua, the first chapter, verse 9. I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. People, God is with us always, always. He is right there beside us. We might not see him. We might think he has moved, but I can pretty much tell you that if you think he's moved, you just haven't called out to him call out to him. Know that he's going to be right there with you all the time, helping you, guiding you, giving you the grace to do the next thing that you need to do. Another favorite book of ours, especially my husband's, is the book of Sirach. So I'm going to turn to chapter two in the book of Sirach, verses 10 and 11. Consider the generations long past and see. Has anyone trusted in the Lord and been disappointed? 
Has anyone persevered in his fear and been forsaken? Has anyone called upon him and been ignored? For the Lord is compassionate and merciful, forgives sins, and saves us in times of trouble. Oh my goodness. Just looking at those first two verses, the first two lines rather of verse 10, has anyone trusted in the Lord and been disappointed? I know you can't see me, so I shouldn't, shouldn't say raise your hand if that's you, but he will never disappoint us. He may not answer our prayer or give us exactly what we think we need, but he always gives us exactly what we need. And he always gives us the strength to do whatever it is we need to take care of in our life. And then the next question, has anyone called upon him and been ignored? You know, I think back, I used to be a teacher. And after a while, you wanted to ignore the kids. Miss, miss, can you help me? Mrs. Bartolini, I need help. He's looking at me. She's took my pencil. We want to ignore those cries, right? Because we're human. Thankfully, God is not human. And God is not going to ignore us. He is going to respond because he loves us. And because of his infinite mercy that he has toward us. Again, that that's just a beautiful verse to hold on to when you are struggling. The next book we're going to turn to is Isaiah. The book of Isaiah is a beautiful, beautiful book. It's one of the longer books in the Bible. And look at chapter 51, verses uh, 1 to 5. Listen to me, you who pursue justice, who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, to the quarry from which you were taken. I'm going to pause and offer a reflection on that. Where do you come from? Where do you come from? Your, your physical family, and then you have a spiritual family. God is your father. You are a son or daughter of the Most High God, the King of Kings. And as his son or daughter, you are a prince or a princess. You are not just somebody. You are somebody so important. And you come from strong stock. It doesn't matter if your biological family was not the best. What matters is that Christ has claimed you and God has made you his own. You are his child. And as his child, you can look to the rock from which you were hewn. Where did you come from? You come from the Father. Therefore, the strength that he has he is going to share with you. Those of us who are parents, we share everything with our children. We give them our homes, we clothe them, we feed them, we nurture them, we teach them, we love them. We would do anything for them. How much more is God going to do for us? Excuse me, out of that same unending love. He loves us we come from him. He's not going to turn his back on us. He simply is not. That's not who God is. God does not turn his back on us. Next, uh, we're going to move to the New Testament. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, 
verses 22 to 24. Jesus said to them in reply, Have faith in God. Amen, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, believes that what he says will happen, it shall be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, all that you ask in prayer, believe that you will receive it, and it shall be yours. Wow. Ask, believe, and it will be yours. Will it be yours in five minutes? Probably not. Maybe, but probably not. Doesn't matter if it's in five minutes, five hours, five days. Hold on to what you know, and that is that God is going to answer your prayers and give you what you need. We always have to remember that, right? God doesn't give us what we want. Because sometimes what we want is really not what is best for us. But God knows what is best for us. And so he's going to give us what we need, not necessarily what we want. But we have to ask always for good things. And so when you are having anxiety, when you are having struggles in the world, turn to him and ask for his help and his comfort. And that help and comfort may come in different ways. It may be a phone call from a friend, a a card in the mail. It may be that you realize you should get outside and take a walk and you see beautiful flowers or a sunset or a rainbow. God is going to give us different clues depending on what we need in our own life. All of us are going to come to him in different ways. We talk about, do we come to him with tr- to, through truth, beauty, or goodness? And so it may be any one of those ways. We need to open our eyes to see what God is giving us. But he's going to answer our prayers. We move a little further in the New Testament to 2 Corinthians Chapter 5, verse 17. So whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. You know, sometimes times of trials seem unending. And they seem purposeless. But I will tell you that that has very rarely been the case in my own life. For example, after my husband was sick it made us evaluate certain things that we were doing in our life. And we made changes based on what we saw that could help us improve our life and not wind up back in those situations again. And so every trial, not necessarily when you're in the midst of the trial, but certainly when it's over, when the crisis part of it has passed, and you're able to reflect back and say, what could have been better What could I have done differently? What did I learn? And then you can take that information and use it to your benefit. It doesn't mean that you screwed up the crisis or you didn't do the crisis right. There's no right way. Uh, There's no screwing it up. We all do our best. So it also doesn't mean that we can't learn, though, from any mistakes that we made as well as learn from the good that we did during those crises and maybe start to incorporate incorporate that into your life on a regular basis. 
And then that's how we become a new creation. Always, of course, with the help and grace of God, our Father. The last verse I'm going to leave you with is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 9 to 11. For God did not destine us for wrath, but to gain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, as indeed you do. God wants us to support each other. Christ died for us so that we can live with him. And obviously, we're going to live with each other. Now, we're not in heaven yet. We're still here on this earth. And so while we are here on this earth, let's support each other in what we are doing in our life. Let's reach out to those who are in need. And again, it does not have to be a home-cooked gourmet meal or, you know, a thousand dollar check. Do what is reasonable and what you and your family are able to do to help someone who is in need. And don't think so much, well, are they going to think I'm strange or is this the right time? Am I going to offend them? Do what you think is best. Honor that person. If you're unsure what to do, ask God first what to do. And then in love, act on the prompting that God has given you. We need to ask him for those and he will lead us to help other people. So that, I'm sure you can guess, right? The not lukewarm challenge is coming. That's going to be our challenge this week. I want you, if you're able, to reach out to someone in love and to really offer some support to them, whether it be a physical support, a financial support, emotional support, spiritual support, whatever it is, support one person this week, move out of your own world and reach out into someone else's uh, and see how you can help them, how you can serve them. And to that end, I am giving you a gift. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make images with all the scripture that I just gave you and you'll be able to download those. You can print them out if you'd like. You can email them to your friends or text them, print them out and put them in the snail mail letter. Whatever it is you'd like to do, however you would like to use them, they are yours as your gift from me to you. The way to get the gift is to do one of two things. Either leave a comment uh, on the bottom of this post where the show notes are, or uh, click on the link to, to join my email list. And when you join my email list, I can promise you, I do not email every day or every week. Rarely do I email once a week. My goal is twice a month. Notice I said my goal. I don't always reach my goal. Um, so I would encourage you to go ahead and either subscribe to my email list or leave a comment and then I will send you the downloadable images that you can use to give to your friends or family or use in your home, however you choose in the next few weeks or so. 
The other thing I would like to ask you a favor, if you enjoy this podcast, one of two things would be great to give me a review. If you don't want to leave any text, you could just leave a star review. And also please share it with your friends, whether that be on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, or just shoot them a link via email. Email seems so old fashioned now, doesn't it? But it's not. Email still works. So that's what I would like you to do for me this week. Know that I am praying for you and looking forward to hear how your not lukewarm challenge goes. And I will be back again next week with more. Until then, God bless you. And remember, live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com. <laughs>